0: This is Manifest Mindset, where we delve into our true passions, inspire the best out of ourselves, and live our life with true intention every single day.
1: All right. uh, we're back with Nick and Bob. How are
0: you doing? Are you? Bob, I'm doing good, my friend. Um, let me think you. Dude. It's been a middle, middle of a crazy week, a crazy time going on, but a lot of good growth and a lot of really awesome opportunities, and you know different times in life. We have to say no to certain opportunities to say yes to the great ones. And that's kind of this time right now.
1: Okay. Give an example. What, what do you mean by that?
0: So I think in terms of kind of, you know, these different things that we take on daily throughout our lives. Um, for me, for example, right now is I'm getting ready for my big manual therapy certification exam. Um, I've got two different small study groups that we're getting together for that, getting that going. Um, on top of the residency and the residency we've actually recently um doubled up in the mentoring hours it's been amazing. Um but a lot more work into that too. And so you know when those kind of things happen it's just all right, we gotta prioritize our time different.
1: Yeah. No, it's uh sounds like a lot's happening and then you gotta I guess figure out what to say no to. Um probably, I mean let, let's just delve right into it. this can be like a power quick episode. What what things have you been saying no to in the past two weeks?
0: Mm, Good question, Bob. Um, Actually, I think it's less of saying no to and more of just, like, being content with doing less. Um, So, for me, whether it's, you know, in the past where I would love to get into, like, an hour-and-a-half workout or something, it's like, all right, let me – I have this 30-minute chunk of time I prioritizing it for the workout. Let me get as much as I possibly can out of it. Um, You know, potentially – it's these other social things that are going on where it's like, listen, these next two or three weeks, I get to put my nose to the grindstone to an extent. Um, and by making that happen, you know, I can, I can really push through. Um, so it's kind of some of those things where, you know, would this be who I want to be for the long term? No, but in this season, in this month, totally
1: worth it. Okay. And, and, uh, I guess just to remind all of us that next week is the, the practical, like practice round. Is that correct? Exactly.
0: Yep. So I'm doing the practice round for that. Still have a lot more prep to do before I feel kind of fully ready to get as much as I can out of it. Um, you have to just prepare and get ready. It's been really fun.
1: Okay. Yeah. Just realize it, I think it's what, what I'm hearing is just reprioritizing your, your mental energy and time into certain things and taking it out just of just a little bit out of other things that are not uh, the that priority in, in the season that, as you say it. Um, but I, I'm curious, have you turned down any, any new opportunities or any current opportunities just in general?
0: So I think that, you know, there are, you know, there are definitely some like clients and stuff who have asked me about, you know, doing private training, private um, physical therapy work and everything. Um, and while that's definitely tempting for me, um, that doesn't, and it would be fun, honestly, um, that doesn't necessarily align with my priorities right now in terms of taking the time out for that, traveling, doing that kind of stuff. Um, so, those kind of things, um, I've said, you know, hey, it's not now, too busy,
1: considering um, in the future. Yeah. Um, okay, interesting. I, I would, uh, for me, I, I think. The past few weeks, I also said no to a few uh, interesting things. Um, so I'm working on a part-time job. So currently I'm two days a week. And I could up to three days a week The, the because there's a lot of evaluations. There's a wait list. Um, but I decided to, to just say no and then stick with two days a week instead of okay. well, Monday, the uh, right Stop
0: behind that one, Bob.
1: So I think – um, for so the part-time gig right now, it, it, I, I'm working, uh, it's like one hour evals. Um, I'm treating patients. Sometimes they're double booked. I, I think most of the time they're double booked, uh, between patients, but it's, it's really quite enjoyable. Like, like I really, I guess it gives me time to really practice and, and find out, like, okay, I'm doing this stuff and it's working and it's really enjoyable and also, allows me to go back home and and take time to reflect on what I've been doing in the clinic and learn more to actually further that growth. So I I personally feel like if I were to work five days a week starting um, or three days a week, I would be just drowned back to back to back without time um, to reflect on what I've been doing in the clinic and and for additional growth. So I would say like I've been drowned with notes um, so I work Mondays and then Tuesdays I come home and I spend like an hour two hours in notes just in general um which is not that much, I guess, in the grand scheme of things, but it and then I have other stuff to do with uh construction on or construction and doing like uh things in my apartment and in the clinic, so a lot of things going on at once, and I feel like I'll be spread too thin. In terms of everything, if I just chose working three days a week?
0: Well, you know, Bob, I'm, I'm glad you recognize that opportunity because, I mean, it's easy, right? As, you know, a new grad, I remember when I was a new grad and everything, it's like, all right, like, again, I chose to prioritize taking some time off, doing you know, a little bit of vacation and stuff. But, it's you know, sometimes we got student debt, sometimes we got other things going on. So I think it's important that everything, and finances is just one of those aspects, everything is an investment, a time, of opportunity, and the opportunity cost of weighing against everything else. Um, it sounds like you made a move to sticking with it, dude. I think I, I respect that.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's exciting. It's, I'm, I'm quite enjoying it it's, it's uh, I think I have another month or two months of just working twice, a, twice, two days a week at this clinic location, but I'm still like running back and forth, building different Ikea furniture, um, painting with my great painting ability. So. Uh, uh, just things like that throughout the week, but it also gives me time for myself to to reflect on clinical work and how to how – to so, so that's what I'm – where I'm at right now. Also, side note, um, last week was the episode where people got the results of their boards, so I passed my boards.
0: Nice, you did freaking work.
1: It's a good moment, um, so I don't have to retake the exam or, or do anything else in addition to that.
0: Now, now, Bob, now, when, you, when you found your results out, right, and when you said, hey, I got that little kind of check mark I passed, what was your first reaction, your gut reaction? Well, I'm going
1: to be honest with you, Nick. I When I walked into the exam, like, I, like, knew I was going to pass, but I just didn't know what score I was going to get, like how well I was going to do. So uh, I would already been working for a week when I got the the check mark or the pass mark on my phone, on the computer. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, another thing off the list to, to worry about or, or to think about um, but that's where, I, that's where I was at when I opened my score this Monday
0: and I, w- I was I curious because I was in a similar boat where you know, I probably wasn't as confident, as reassured as you were necessarily that it was a guarantee um, I'm not so good about it but I think it was interesting for me where it was like okay and that was it like, it's just like it's permission because I don't place my value in the test my value and everything else I've learned and I've done and how I'm going to implement it. All that is just a little check mark that says, "Hey, you've got permission to continue your mission now." Um, so it's the same. It was a it was a quick sense of relief. It was a good feeling. But then it's okay. We can stop caring about that now. Yep,
1: yep. just forget all about it and just start going on on uh, your adventure of life. You know.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, some of, some of the better celebrations, in my opinion, are the celebrations that allow you to continue doing something, that give you permission to go to the next stage. And, you know, the things I get more excited about are the things where, okay, I am now able to work hard at something else I care about. It's not that i got an easy road for here, it's that I've got a meaningful road ahead of me. Exactly. Um,
1: um, there was also one quote, I think, that's related to all of this that I wanted to share that I that I heard over the week. So, one one big change to my morning routine is is um, I bought a microwave, and this microwave <laughs> comes with an Alexa. So it came from, uh, an Alexa for free. So I put that, put that Alexa in my kitchen and just spreading throughout. Um, and I've been listening to just audiobooks when I wake up, when I use the bathroom, when I'm cooking, when I'm doing the dishes, all those different things, I'm listening to to books. Um, So I've been listening to an autobiography of Bob Iger. He was the former CEO of Disney. And one of the coolest quotes that just – that really resonated with me that he talked about – he he talked about his his life, his growing up, how he became CEO of Disney, the hardships he had to go through. Um, But one of his quotes of – I think his wife said it, but – it's life is an adventure right that's that's the cool <laughs> everybody knows life is an adventure, um but if you're not choosing the adventurous path, then you're not really living. I think that second part really hit home for me um, because i'm this past week, I was just reflecting on how to proceed in the future because last time we talked it was a transitional episode for for me, especially, and I wanted to figure out, okay which direction I got to go. And and what I really figured out, I guess, this past week was everything we've been talking about, Nick, that these past few years, these past few years that we've been talking on this podcast, still aligns with where I want to go and how I want to do all this. So I think a few months ago I told you that I was going to work a part-time job after the clinical. I was going to do the residency. And I was going to start trying to transition in – in this acupuncture clinic. And that's still the path that I'm on right now. And and I can tell you this is definitely the adventurous path. So that's what I'm that's where I'm at right now.
0: I like it, Bob. And you know, oftentimes I think people, and myself included at times, right? Are persuading to Different jobs or opportunities it's not only on things you value or we care about for the adventure, but on other, you know, hey, what's the reimbursement? What might I get paid? What kind of benefits come with this? And you know, we have to decide, are those little things, well, they're important to be respected through it, are those little things worth it, right? Is this promoting the growth that I want to have for myself, the adventure that I want to see, the lifestyle I want to have? And ultimately, how it becomes up to us to case after that and
1: that. Yeah. Now, this is my perspective, Nick, and you can tell me if yours is something different. But for me, I feel like when you're in your 20s, early 30s, maybe even uh, late 30s. It, it's time, I guess, it's for me, especially I know there's like finances and all these other things to consider places to live, rent, uh, things like that. Um, but I feel like this is the time to be the most riskiest, or the most or the or the riskiest you can do in terms of doing your passion or going full force on your passion. Um, and then at the end, if it doesn't work out for whatever reason, you can still get a job. You can still work as a physical therapist. Get those, get the the benefits. Get the 401k. Get the, all the insurance when in the later half of your life. That's just my perspective. I I want to hear what you think about that, Nick.
0: You know, Bob. Um, I say I overall agree. Right? It's about how can you kind of get those skills, get those tools, things that you need for yourself along the way. And we got a dog barking at tractor in a tractor, and it like, anyways, um, yeah, dude, it's weird stuff. It's like the same, yeah. Anyways, like, let, yeah, for the ranch.
1: podcast? Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: All right, we had a we had a guest dog on the podcast. There we go.
1: <laughs> Our first guest ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Um. Anyways, dude, you know what I was saying, man. That was too funny. What, what was? Oh yeah, my opinion on that. So I think yeah. early on, right, it's time to take risks, take bold moves. And I think, you know, it's interesting in this year of COVID where there's so much uncertainty around I think people are they're clinging to, hey, let me get a first start. Let me get my little taste of certainty. And I was talking to another friend of mine recently where he did, he kind of got messed up by COVID a little bit um, and the year and the job opportunities. So he took this job. And it was a great job, right? And it was, you know, some high-quality clinicians, pretty stable, um, good kind of patients to treat, things he liked. But then he realized about three months in that, you know, it just isn't for me right now. The idea of being in a clinic, I could see myself at long term. He didn't like that idea of just, I'm going to stay somewhere for the next few years at least. So he made a big, uh-huh. big, bold move, left the clinic, um, you know, gave it some respectable time and everything, and moved to more of a part time gig while getting a little bit of a teaching role in as well. And so, again, that's something that. He's chasing after these big, bold moves. Is it more certain? Absolutely not. Does it have more growth potential? sure does. And, you know, I think for myself too, Bob, where for me, right, the risk to take was, hey, let me move cross-country, right? It's not about where am I comfortable living. If I move cross-country, I'm not much of a city guy, but we'll make this thing happen here. And, you know, to learn as much as I can to invest in myself that way, make some bold moves in that aspect. And it's been well worth it for me. And you know the other thing I think of too is you know while I'm looking forward to when you turn 45 and you're like hey Nick that think I said about my 20s and 30s yeah I took some risks I fell my ass a few times got up a lot more then I fell down and that was just me getting warmed up now I'm really taking risks now I'm really making bold moves now I'm really living my passion yeah no, <laughs> that's true and that's, so that's why true. I, I think we talk about you know the seasons that we used to the seasons that we can envision in terms of our 20s and 30s twenties and thirties. It's hard to think and imagine what legacy we'd be live right now when we are forties or so. But I'd be really excited for when our perspective goes from especially with the way our world is changing. It's not about sharing people either. It's about how can we live until we are to create the opportunities that we want to
1: create. Yeah. No, I I totally agree. I it's um when we're forty five or forty six or forty eight That's literally twice our age. That's that's if we lived our life again from the start. So I'm just adding on to to what you said. I'm probably uh, downgrading what you said uh, so eloquently, but it's yes, I agree. That's that's where I'm at.
0: Life, life isn't about being eloquent whatsoever. Life is about being in the damn moment and seeing what happens.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's that's. That's awesome, so, Nick. You've been um, right now. You're, you're walking the clinic. I just want to get a gauge. And uh, I guess taking a step back uh, to where we first talked about the, the practice group. I know that that's something that's very important to you. Um, to to go through the, the practical portion, just a practice version, so you can prep for the actual exam. And you said you're not feeling that great, but I just want to touch upon that and see where you are in terms. Of of doing everything like
0: the, the and, and I say that, you know, that comes out of my sense of high standards for myself and wanting to kick ass at it. I do feel good going in, honestly. Um that's one of those things that are just high expectations very great and very empowering way, not a daunting way. Um where it's I feel great. And I can't let that get a hold of me. I've got to continue to push hard and repair hard the best I can. So, so let me I feel ask like you I know. feel like I'm absolutely on track. But that on track is not let me because the on track is like let me kind of jog to run the
1: sprint even more after it. Yeah, let me ask you a quick question, Nick. So are these expectations that you well, set do? Well what for you do I
0: should just say no. Actually you have to be like, Nick, let me ask you a question but the
1: no. Question no <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let me make a state a, a statement <laughs> that becomes a <the> question. <laughs> um Nick, so you say like these expectations that you set are they from yourself or from other people? Hmm. These so, high expectations.
0: Absolutely both, right? There are these standards, these high standards we have to meet to pass the exam. Um there are things where you need to do it to a certain quality. And certainly, you know, while you do have a minimum standard obviously you want to and they want you to do as
1: good as you can with it. They're providing good feedback
0: on it too, whether you pass or fail. So, hey, if I perform at my best, let's get the feedback for where my actual deficits are as opposed to, you know, oh I had a rough day or something.
1: And and does does one limit you or excel you more than another? Or are they both play equally?
0: Um, I think I have a little bit higher standards.
1: Well it's different, Bob, it's different because
0: it's not like I have high standards and they have low standards, right? We all have I think they align, right? I think it's in a healthy relationship where as I look at the standards I hold on myself, if I'm fulfilling up to my standards, I'm meeting their expectations. But it's not gonna like be above their expectations. And vice versa, if I'm trying hard to get on like the level that I need to be at for their expectations, then I feel really good about where I'm at. So I think it's a healthy way. I think it's hey, we have this external motivating factor in the background with a strong internal drive to match it and need it to put in the hard work to get there. So I do not feel like, if you, this is what you're asking. I don't feel like it's one of those situations where, oh man, I'm really not feeling it, I don't care as much, but I got to meet the standards. No, it's, it is a big kind of looming goal ahead that I care about. And I do place high standards on myself to get there because I care about it.
1: Okay, I like
0: that, Nick. Did I, does that answer your question?
1: Yeah, hit that. Hit that. So, thank you, man. you
0: know, Just, t- t- talking about the fact of, about accountability, Bob, right, and I'd be lying if there wasn't a factor about, hey, listen, I'm talking about all this stuff, I'm telling a couple, I told a couple of my friends I'm doing this, I'm really talking about this on a podcast, so, you know, there is that, you know, question in the back of my mind that, oh, crap, if I fail, like, I'm going to have to tell everybody that, and it's, I don't like that I'm motivated by that, but for sure, that's who we are, and, you know, that that is a small motivating thing as well.
1: Yeah, I mean it's definitely part of it. So I mean, best of luck, Nick. Uh, next time we talk, it'll probably be after that practice practical. Um, Nick, let's. I know you. It's it's a for it's a short episode. Uh, you got to get to work. Um, let's just touch upon accountability real quick, and then we'll be all set from here. What, what do you think?
0: Absolutely, dude. So for me, on my end, right, is I'm continuing with the mission, continuing what I've been going after. As far as, hey, let's take this practice, uh, this practice practical, and make sure I'm through all of notes review and everything all the body segments, regions, courses by that.
1: Okay, um, I think for me, I right now I am going through like a like a certification training program just just for like a like a Mackenzie, I guess the standardization for Mackenzie work. And like they have that. many, may, uh, they have many like different uh, modules that have to go through, and I just I want to finish three whole modules, and and one module takes like a day to finish, um, so I want to just finish three whole modules, and next week I'll come back and tell you that I finished, maybe even more.
0: I like it. I like it, Bobby. Side basis, but it's very achievable. You've got the time for it. I like it.
1: All right, Nick. It was always a pleasure. Um and I'll talk to you next week.
0: You will stay hungry, my friend.
1: Take care.